You're listening to the Holistic Spaces podcast brought to you by Mindful Design Feng Shui School. Episode 199, Five Ways to Work with Earth Element. Welcome to episode 199 of the Holistic Spaces podcast, where we hope to inspire, educate, and empower you to create your own holistic spaces that nurture and resonate with you. Angie Cho and Laura Morris are the founders of the Mindful Design Feng Shui School. We teach feng shui online at mindfuldesignschool.com. Check us out. Be sure to sign up for our mailing list. We have free special workshops and opportunities for our newsletter subscribers only. So hi, Laura. How are you today? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Good. Uh, yeah. What Do we have any anything to plug today? Um, no, I just tell people to make sure that they're on a mailing list because we're going to have something exciting happening closer to the end of the month, right? Nice special offer coming. Yes, we have something special for that time of the year when mm -hmm. people offer something special. I'm waiting for for some of my favorite places to do to have a special as well. Mm -hmm. so I'm waiting to buy. I'm ready to buy things. Yeah. And so we will send it to all of our subscribers on our email list. We'll get the opportunity and the offer. So yeah, be sure to make sure you're on our list. Go to our homepage, mindfuldesignschool.com. Scroll to the bottom. You can sign up there. Yes. And join the fun. Yes. And we'll give you a hint. The opportunity has to do with gratitude mm -hmm. and giving, as well as a special workshop with me, Laura and myself. Mm -hmm. So we hope you guys will take advantage of that. This week, we're talking about the earth element, five ways to work with earth element. So some of you might be wondering why we say five ways or nine ways. And those are kind of really auspicious numbers in feng shui, actually. Nine is the number of completion. And so nine is one of the most auspicious numbers in feng shui. And then we also use five a lot because there's five elements and earth is one of them, but there's also earth, which creates metal and metal creates water. Water creates wood and wood creates fire and fire creates earth. So those, those are the, that's the five element cycle. And there's five of them. So we always like to use the number five a lot, five and nine. So we wanted to work with five ways to work with the earth element. Mm -hmm. And Laura, why is this a good month now in November to cultivate earth energy and earth chi? Well, November, I would like to say is in the Northern hemisphere, maybe not the most, the one of the most beautiful weather the, now the leaves are all off the trees and stuff, and we're getting into really cold weather. But for many of you that live in the United States, I believe I live in Canada. So this is what I hear. It is a time when you gather with family and you come together and share meals and such. So it's a big time for the holidays, uh, the holidays for those of you that live for me, South of the border. But it doesn't matter. Universally, it is a time where you just want to start to come in and nurture and prepare and I don't know, just get really comfortable. And earth, that's earth to me. Earth is very much about getting back in the home, right? Being a homebody, maybe like that's super earthy. And even if you look at the way the cycles of nature go in the, in the, you know, when we look at the Chinese calendar, when you look at the cycles of yin and yang, and in that we bring in the five elements and how they work seasonally, 
November kind of falls in this in-between time, right? It's not really fall. It's not really winter. It's like late autumn, late fall. And that actually is an earth time because earth is an element that creates boundaries. So earth occupies a lot of those in-between times because earth is that boundary. So for us, we thought it would be a good time to talk about earth chi, why we kind of feel this way that we want to get comfy and cozy. And that's all a very earthy feelings. Yes. yes. And I was just up in upstate New York, which is similar climate to where you are, Laura. And even the colors are starting to turn more earthy, right? Like mm -hmm. browns and some yellows and then the really earthy oranges. So it's a kind of, a, and there's some fire in there too, right? The reds of the trees, but those are really now turning to brown. So it's mm -hmm. it's also things are see it in our, huh? Going back into the earth. Going back into earth. Yeah. Turning mm -hmm. into mulch. So it's, it's, so it just feels like a earthy time as well. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about what is earth energy or, or earth chi? Well, you mentioned that it's one of the five elements. And earth, you can think about earth in many different ways. Because it's the five element, it's part of a larger Taoist system of the five elements, which crosses, you know, many different modalities within the arts, the Chinese arts, everything from Qigong to acupuncture to Chinese medicine. So it is one of those five elements, and they all are quite connected and interrelated. But earth itself has almost a person, like each of these elements has a personality. Let's just talk about it like that, you know? So there's the energy that it characterizes it. So for earth, it's quite stable. Earth doesn't move a whole lot. It's pretty stable. It's obviously grounded. It is foundational. When you think about the qualities of earth chi and that why it's so, you know, we want to cultivate it so much is because of that nurturing quality to it, that grounding quality. And these are all things, you know, the mother earth, you know, think about what we're like when we go home to see your mom, or if you're a mom, or if you go to someone that's mom-like for you, you know, you go to their house and they're just, you know, they're, they feed you, they, you know, they take care of you. That's a very earthy energy. And this time of year, and also because of what's going on for many of us, you know, we're moving into a time when we're moving into the house, but also spending more time with our family. It really works well with that. You know, it's time for us to come share a meal, you know, you know, an, a person that has a lot of earth chi, like a lot of earth chi, when you go to their house and show up, they will, the first thing they'll say is, have you eaten? Do you need, do you want to eat something? Come in and have something to eat. So, you know, like the these... Italian mother or the Jewish <laughs> mother, right? Yeah, the, exactly. That earthy earth mother energy of just like nurturing and feeding because each of these elements, we see them in nature. We see them in the way we look at the world. We, they have colors, they have shapes associated with them, but people also have that kind of quality and they embody, they show and they, you know, they exhibit those same kind of energies. Yeah. And I also think that it's advantageous to look at this earth element 
because different times of the year support different energies and right now it is supportive like like Laura was talking about to move inward to stabilize to get cozy to get all your tools together your food stuff together you would traditionally make sure that you had enough to nurture and support you through the long winter months so this is really a good time to kind of get fortified mm-hmm. to support yourself during the longer cold yin months that are coming soon Exactly. So we're back to the five again. Mm-hmm. And five is actually a very earthy, stable number as well. So five, five ways to, to start to work and cultivate the earth element in your home through your mm-hmm. feng shui. So Laura put together a beautiful five item list. Do you want to, you, I can go, we'll talk. Which I like barely, I wore like, wrote like three words for each thing. So we've got to like, you know, it's okay. We could do this. But that's enough. Yeah, it's enough for us. Okay. So point one, do you want to do point one? Yeah, I'll start. I'll do the odd and you do the even. Okay. Sounds good. Okay. One way, number one way to work with the earth element is to work in the center of your home. So if you are familiar with the feng shui bagua map, the feng shui bagua is a mandala that we overlay on our floor plans and we use this in feng shui. And so the center, which is not actually a gua or an area, but it's the center and there's eight sectors that array out and radiate out from this center area. The center is where all of them come together. And this area we call in BTB feng shui, we call it the Tai Chi. This is the center of your home. So we also really want you to not get caught up with this idea of, oh, no, I have no idea how to lay this map on my house. And I know I have no idea how to lay the bagua on my home. And I'm confused. And I don't know where the center is. If you have an odd shaped home and you're not working with the consultant who could tell you, we would advise that you just keep it simple. So when we say work in the center of your home, what comes up for you? Like, where do you feel is your center of the home? Because that's the best way we can advise you if we're not like literally looking at your floor plan, your individual floor plan, but like work with where it either feels like the physical center of your home or you gravitate towards the center of your home. But if you are one of our students or one of our grads or you work with someone or you've studied feng shui, um, more deep, you would know where the Tai Chi or the center of your Bagua is. So that's what we're talking about. So work in the center of your home. And it can be as simple as taking the time to deep clean that area of your home, just seeing what's there, gathering what's necessary. Or you can also refresh that area of your home. Deep cleaning is a way of refreshing, but maybe you can bring in a new piece of art there or a new rug, or even ring a bell there. So just bring some attention to the center of your home to pull everything together so you can feel fortified, supported, and settled, nurtured, and gathered, and stabilized for this upcoming season. Yes. And so number two is, Angie was saying, if you don't know what the Bagua is, just so you know, if you go to our website and you click on the blog link, there is a link to a downloadable 
e-kit that will walk you through how to lay it. And again, you don't have to look at the whole house. You can just focus on your bedroom, for instance, because what we're talking about is we're actually focusing on each of the areas of the Bagua that are connected with the earth element. And that's why we're doing it, right? So we're, the next one, number two, is to work on the area called Kun in Chinese. It's also referred to as partnerships. It's often area where you talk about love and relationships. But if you dig a little bit deeper, pardon the pun, it is actually earth, but yin earth. And it has to do with things like the mother, with female energy, with receptive, being really receptive, because again, it's soft earth. So imagine soil that has been tilled, right? And it's for agriculture to plant seeds, right? It's that set earth that helps us to grow. And that area, once you figure out where that area is, you can spend some time working on that if that resonates with you. So sometimes we tell people that are feeling really at a loss and maybe a bit overwhelmed, that's a good area because you can focus on yourself. It's a great area for self-care. Okay. It's about love and nurturing, but love doesn't always have to be given out to others. We can also give it to ourselves. Okay. So there's ways, different nuances to that area. And you can work on it in a really traditional way, you know, feng shui traditional, which is adding the color of that area. And again, that download that we have actually goes into that, but you know, the color associated with that is pink. And for me, when I want to work on that area, I like to light a candle and I actually like flameless candles or, I mean, if I'm lighting a candle, I do have those pillar candles that the really cool ones and stuff, but you gotta watch those, but flameless candles are amazing. And I'd actually add those in a grouping, you know, yeah, you could add a pair or whatever, cause that's traditionally feng shui 101, but I like adding a grouping and really creating some warmth in there because again, how these five elements work is as fire creates earth as well. So there's this whole, you know, nurturing and warming of that area, but even just like Angie said, like, you know, clean it out. You know, if you're like, oh, I can't be bothered to go do this and that. What are you inspired to do in that area? Go and walk into that area and see what is there, okay? Because we're cultivating earth. We're cultivating the awareness of these elements and how they impact us. Just see what's happening there. You know, is it somewhere where you've got something discarded that needs to be cleared out? So, but go and, and have a look. So the third way to work with earth element in your home is to work on your skills and your self-knowledge, which is actually related to another Bagua area called Gun, which is sometimes also called knowledge, but it's self-knowledge, self-cultivation, your skillfulness. And in this case, since we talked about working in your center of your home and maybe Gun position, I'm gonna suggest that we work on Gun, which is about, which is an earth element, like it's like the mountain. So it's very stable, hard earth. Working with it, not in a location in your home, but with what it represents. So one way that you can look at this is that this gun could represent knowledge like books. So a few ways that you can look at the books in your home is one, see if there's like some books and some knowledge, some self-cultivation that you really want to work on 
in the next few months. And make a point to gather that around you, gather that knowledge around you to cultivate yourself. And the winter is a great time to invest in this, especially over the holidays when you have a little bit more time off, right? So how can, or, or maybe you're traveling and you have time downtime to read or listen to a Zoom class, whatever it is, but find a way to carve that out for yourself, something that you want to cultivate. And it doesn't have to be anything super spiritual. It could also be like learning how to knit or finishing maybe a class that you've really wanted to do. And I think the key is though, select something that you actually want to do not like a book that's been lying around that you keep meaning to read and it's been like year after year you're just staring at it and it's not about getting more stuff right so really just decide what is it that would make you excited about learning something new either deepening some skills you already have or self-knowledge or exploring something new that's up to you but carving out the time to explore that for you and that really will bring for you earth element because that's about nourishing yourself and nurturing yourself and doing something that supports you. The fourth way that we have listed here to cultivate earth, uh, the earth element, very simple. You can add yellow to your life. So uh, each of the five elements has a color associated with it. And for earth, it is yellow. That's the traditional color. Yes, earth tones and browns and stuff obviously are earth as well. But in traditionally in feng shui, it is yellow. And when I say add it to your life, what I'm meaning is sure, we can you can decorate with it. That's one way. But what color can do for you, and especially when you're doing it with the intention of bringing a particular energy in, like that nurturing earth chi and that grounding stable earth energy, is by bringing that color reg into your field of vision, on a regular, you know, sort of on the regular, like when you wake up, when you walk through your home, maybe what you wear, maybe when you look in the mirror, you see you've got, you know, citrine, yellow citrine necklace, or you've got your bouquet of yellow flowers that's, you know, in the middle of your kitchen table that you see all the time. Or when you wake up in the morning next to your bed, you have a yellow Gerber daisy, you know, something like that that will actually impact your chi that will shift and change how you feel and what you do especially when you're doing it with intention you can wear a yellow scarf you know yellow is sometimes a tough color to pull off but you can get really creative about how you see that color with intention every day and you can do it for just nine days like just give yourself nine days to see how that feels to practice that embracing of how color can make you feel and impact you. And especially when you're using the layer of feng shui and the energy of the earth, earth element. Yeah, I'm wearing yellow today. You are, yeah. and you're pulling it off. You're, you're, you. you're doing it's kind it. kind of a little bit of a greenish yellow, but it still works. So last but not least, we have way number five, which is practice earth activities. What are earth activities? You can look at it simply as activities that nurture and support you but there are like some that are more earth element oriented so like for instance we talked about the italian mother cooking so maybe even learning to cook something new or cooking something that you love or cooking something that your family member loves so cooking can be a way to nourish yourself and to cultivate earth chi earth energy 
bringing people together, gathering, entertaining, depending on how wild and crazy this can also be water or fire, depends on what kind of entertainment. But in this case, what we're saying is bringing people together, bringing family together and share, I mean, sharing a meal. So cooking and sharing a meal is, and coming around a table together is very earthy. Another one is supporting. So that can be that you support someone in your life, like a family member that needs a little bit of extra help. And it doesn't mean you have to do anything, but you could just simply say like, are you okay, right? And just noticing that someone might need a little extra support in your life. Because remember that Earth, she is like a bit like a mother, like maternal. And it doesn't have to be overbearing. It, it could be it could be like a grandmother too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's enough for support. That's good. And then I think the last thing you could, one well, I mean, idea for Earth Chi activity would be for you yourself to feel really grounded. And what does that mean to you? I mean, I think for me, the best way I can do that, well, for me, I would cook. That actually makes, that's my number one go-to thing is to cook a meal. Uh, but getting grounded, like physically walking outside on the ground, everybody's situation is different. And, you know, you might live in a condo that's like, you know, however many stories up. And so just by taking that trip down and taking a walk on the actual solid ground, and if you're lucky enough, you know, to go out into the outdoors and walk on, you know, dirt ground is really, you're connecting with that. You're connecting with the energy of the earth at its core, really fundamentally. You know, I have a funny story about that. You know how like a lot, a lot of books or people, you know, not books, but a lot of like holistic things say like, oh, you know, take some time and go outside and just like go out barefoot and walk on the earth, right? (laughs) Have we told you this story before? No. Okay. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to do that. So I went for a walk with the dogs to the park. And as soon as I'm like, okay, I'm going to take off my shoes. So I took off my shoes to walk in the grass and I immediately stepped in dog poop. Mm -hmm. Mm. Yeah. Maybe you shouldn't do that in New York City. (laughs) I know. (laughs) I was like, I am never going to walk barefoot in New York City Park again. Yeah. Well, that's, I, I would say that that's pretty earthy. You're experiencing some real earth chi there. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, but um, maybe maybe what I'm saying is that you don't need to go barefoot, everyone. I'm giving you permission <laughs> to keep your shoes on, but just really be mindful and ground. And then this way, if you do step on dog poo, it's not as horrible as when Angie did. Yeah, I, I step on dog poo a lot, but that's the only time I stepped on it barefoot. <laughs> Thank God. I can honestly say I have never stepped on dog poo barefooted just want to say that for the record and that's how that we're going to end today's podcast of, that you know of i know i know i 100 know <laughs> but okay well thank you laura for putting together that wonderful list and thank you so much for listening to this episode of the holistic spaces podcast you can tune in every week for a new podcast episode And if you like our podcast and this episode, please share it with others, subscribe, leave a review. All of that stuff actually really helps. You can also support our podcast by checking out our offerings at mindfuldesignschool.com. We have a mailing list we'd love for you to be on because we send you some love notes every week 
and we also have special offers and workshops and events only for our newsletter subscribers and we do have something coming up soon so we hope you'll join our mailing list if you're not already on it you can go to mindfuldesignschool.com scroll to the bottom of the page and there's a place to sign up and also on your podcast app whatever you're you're listening to us on there should be some kind of link in the show notes to also subscribe. So we'd love to see you at one of our events soon. Join our mailing list and we will see you next week. Thank you so much for listening.